there, I'm Sinead, Associate Director for Communications at Imagine Insights. And today on the Imagine This podcast, I'm joined by one of our community members from the UK community, Anurag, and our Client Success Manager, Sandro. Welcome to our podcast, Imagine This, the podcast for all things Gen Z. Want to know more about Gen Z? Then join us for our under 20 minute monthly podcast where we'll discuss what matters to Gen Z, how they think and the incredible impact they're having on our society. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that we pay all of our Gen Z community for every single insight they provide to a brand. To pay more Gen Z and to deliver the best work and be the best at what we do, we really need this podcast to grow and it's very easy for you to help. If you're listening to us via the Apple or Spotify podcast apps, then simply press subscribe or follow. That's it. You've helped us massively in that one simple action. Thanks so much for helping us to pay more Gen Z. So firstly, welcome to our Imagine This podcast, Anurag. You are part of our UK Imagine Insights community. Um, If firstly, you could tell us how things are going and what you've been up to to date. Well, things are great in my life at the moment. But it's always up and down. Uh, at the moment today, I have lectures in a few hours and uh, I'm doing bachelor's in data science. And if I have to talk about wow. Imagine Insights, it's been a great roller coaster kind of a thing where I've been giving insights to many, many brands. And it's been great with you guys. Amazing. Which um, brands have you done briefs for? Uh, there are a lot of like Amazon, uh, Greyhound. Uh, it's been a while that I've uh, given insights because I've been busy with my studies. Yeah, of course. How long have you been in the community, roughly? Uh, probably more than a more than a year. Oh, nice, nice. So you you've been in it for a while, and uh, you've seen lots of the great client work we've delivered. That's super exciting. Um, so as we've spoken about briefly prior to the podcast, um, today we're going to be discussing our annual Gen Z report. So just last week we launched our brutally honest Gen Z report for 2023. Slight mouthful there, um, and it covers three different um scenes and scenarios and sectors, I guess you could say. So work, rest, and play, and. Today, we're going to bring you the Gen Z perspective on some of those stats and also the millennials perspective as we're joined here in the podcast studio today on our side by Sandro, who is our client success manager. Um, How are you doing, Sandro? Doing great. Thank you very much. I'm so excited because it's like the first podcast I've ever done in my life. So very looking forward to it. Very happy to have you with me here. So to kick off... um, Anurag, 48% of our Gen Z community, so almost half, listed work-life balance as the most important factor for them when they'll be deciding to work um, on location. So um, I know you've mentioned that you're currently studying, but do you think, in your opinion, that work-life balance will be a really important factor for you when you're thinking about entering the workplace? Yeah, I guess the stats that you told me make sense because as I'm studying right now, I really want to have a healthy balance doing my work and my personal lives. Mm-hmm. I want to have a flexible work arrangement such as maybe remote work options or flexible schedules. Mm-hmm. And I would also like to seek environments that accommodate like yeah. personal time and support uh, overall well-being. So in my opinion, I would say uh, it also differ in the factors such as type of work, personal responsibilities, and financial conditions. Because 
for every person and for every Gen Z guy, it's different. And they, I feel every Gen Z should prioritize a career and willing to make sacrifice at the same point of time working because it also, as I'm doing data science, I can uh, enter into a field of data science and do internship. And at the same point of time, I can do my studies as well. So just, I would say in one word, maintaining a balanced lifestyle. Yeah, so that's important to you. And Sandro, from your perspective, what do you think is driving this change in demographics that we're seeing around maybe Gen Z prioritising their work-life balance and their mental health harmony above maybe how the millennials have uh, people such as ourselves in the past? <laughs> I find I find some similarities with like I'm in one of those camps where I find some similarities between us millennials and Gen Z. And when it comes to the work life balance, I, I think we should see it as like a whole because in life, everything has to be balanced, whether like you mix the way you mix colors or the way you do art or mixing high pitches with low pitches and having a conversation about work life balance just makes sense. And I think us millennials kind of brought that up to the table, but one the difference that I see between us and Gen Z is that Gen Z is absolutely taking it to a whole new level because I haven't, like earlier in the stage of my career, I didn't, I didn't notice or didn't speak about mental health that much, especially in the workplace. Whereas what I noticed now, especially within Gen Z and those that are in the workforce is that they take mental health in the workplace as in a way that we millennials or even like boomers before never like took it so i yeah i agree totally that gen z um that gen z pretty much um the like the work-life balance that they they take into account is like their top priorities really Mm -hmm. that's really interesting and a good segue into my next question so 52 percent of our gen z community across the uk us and europe said that their friends and family hold the most influence when it comes to their health and well-being decisions do you think sandro that friends can have a massive influence when you're making decisions about your health and well-being and how much do you think Gen Z is moving the needle when it comes to discussing, as you say, mental health, potentially in the workplace or just in personal lives? Me personally, um, yeah, I agree with when it comes to having um, health um, advice from friends and family. I can, I, I just, I just came to my mind. One of my friends is one of the most reckless people that that I know. So I wouldn't take health advices from him, but in general. Um, the way that Gen Z are moving the needle when it comes to health, um, health in general, especially in the workplace, and taking into account your physical and mental health, is just an unprecedented. Way. So we haven't seen it before. I did. I didn't really notice, especially working with um, different people in different ages, from boomers to millennials, mental health or even health in general being discussed in the workplace. And what, again, what Gen Z is bringing to the table is that openness about actually discussing out like your emotions and how you feel and how do you want to your work to be, your workplace to be perceived. Mm-hmm. So Gen Z is definitely driving that in a positive way as opposed to different generations, I believe. Yeah, I feel like I've definitely seen the same and actually organisations implementing HR strategies that sort of account for this 
more openness we have around mental well-being and our physical health which I think is a really positive move in the right direction and Anurag for you do you feel like you are on the same page with that like do you um, consult your friends and family about your health and well-being decisions and also do you think they would be your first port of call or would you go somewhere else if you were thinking about your well-being or looking for advice? Um, I would say it's kind of tricky. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe for me it's different and for maybe any other Gen Z person it might be different because I'm maybe close to my friends and my family and uh, they really play a vital role in what the decisions I make, maybe in terms of work or in terms of studies or any other thing. But mm-hmm. I feel that family and friends, like uh, for es- especially family, they are they live their lives with experience. They have lived our life, like you guys have been as lived uh, the past. So we are living right now. Things have changed. So probably I would uh, take that way, like uh, making a decision, and to the experiences my family has. In terms of friends, I would say. The friends are the ones who are very close to you. They know you in and out. And mm-hmm. probably, yes, they also play a vital role as well. But nowadays, most of the Gen Z are in a phase where they're alone. And I guess no one is talking about it. Um, that's where Sandra told about the mental health. And mental health has been an issue. And the demographics itself says everything. So mm-hmm. I would just say, I would just... Uh, look forward and I would see like if someone or will make a difference to it yeah amazing yeah I totally hear you and I think Gen Z are a demographic that have you know entered the world at a particularly tricky period you know post pandemic and things like that so um or having lived through the pandemic as well at a like such a pivotal point in their in their growing up I guess so going through education and having that turned upside down and it being a bit different to how it has for the generations that have preceded them. Now I want to touch a little bit more on our play element of our report which explored findings around you know how Gen Z are spending their downtime, how they're engaging with brands and how they're spending their creative time I guess and their social time. Um, Our findings showed that Gen Z were on the fence when it came to brand collaborations and I guess this really interested me because we see lots of brands in the space doing lots of influencer collaborations and lots of partnerships and I wanted to ask you Anurag how do you feel about brand influencers? Do you feel like that is something you'd spend your time engaging with? And if so, do you have a favourite influencer that you sort of engage with either on social media or um, in some way? Yes, I, I would say nowadays it has been a trend, like um, whatever products we, uh, maybe it's for guys or maybe it's for girls. It's just the same. Uh, they Everyone has different products, maybe branding, I mean, makeup for girls or and for guys is about shoes or accessories or whatever it may be. But I feel um, influencers are making a difference and it also depends on their work lifestyle. And nowadays, uh, we as Gen Zs, we are, you know, compare ourselves with the influencers, their lifestyle, how they are and are they truthful or not. But there is also a downside to it where people don't care much about it because they feel it's a false alarm to them mm-hmm. and uh, they want to ha- have their own research and independent judgment 
Yes, totally agree. Actually, it was just today that I was reading an article about defluencing. Not sure if you've seen it, but it's around, you know, influencers maybe not being as um, authentic and although we tend to overuse that word, but also the fact that, you know, we're constantly delivered with this barrage of, you know, ads and consumerism and buy this and buy that. And actually, is there a potential move amongst Gen Z to move away from that, which I guess is then super important for brands to consider in terms of how they are deploying their marketing strategies. Sandro, for you, do you buy into influencer collaborations as a millennial? Like would you or partnerships? Are you more likely to buy into a new trend if it's, you know, partnered with your favorite celebrity or is it something that you don't quite engage with? Um I have similar thoughts to some of of Gen Z to be honest. I like really like to do my research. I don't mind in engaging with a product if it has been uh, under like a partnership between an influencer and a brand that I engage with. But what I tend to do is like I look into that authenticity. So if I know like the message and what the purpose of that, for example, that campaign is or that product is, I tend to figure out and do my own research if I buy anything that's related to that influencer and if that makes sense to work with that brand as well. Because it's sometimes it's like quite quite easy to to spot whether like the partnership between a brand and an influencer regarding a product is just like or the trend or a bandwagon or if it's like truly authentic so i like mm-hmm. to do my my own research and i just remembered one of the community members in the event mentioning that sometimes they go to like page two or three of google and that's something that i personally do as well yeah similarly to one of the community members that mentioned on our gen z report event is that when he does his research specially with influencers and brand partnerships that he tends to go to page two or three of google and i personally do the same i I don't tend to be very influenced in buying a product based on an influence or a partnership that they have with a brand. I'm more aligned to the product or a brand in itself. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I think that research piece is becoming so prevalent, especially amongst the younger communities, because they do. They want to know where their products have come from, what the company's values is, what the ethos is behind it. Um, One of the last trends I wanted to touch on from our report that actually kind of bucked current narratives around, you know, developments in technology was around the metaverse and Gen Z's perception of this. Um, In short, thinking about how you feel about developments in technology with metaverse and AI and VR sets and so on and Web3 technologies. I mean, firstly, Anurag, is that something that you're familiar with? Like, are you a metaverse user? Are you keen on it? Are you aware of it well well i'll say that all each and every gen z are like connected with this nowadays you know the hand world like people are more curious about knowing what is behind the scenes how it works and mm-hmm. i would say it's kind of tech savvy and a lot of gen z are open to new technologies mm-hmm. because it offers new opportunities for entertainment and education and social interaction Mm-hmm. It also provides uh, people to connect with others and experience a new world, a new things in virtual environment. Mm-hmm. So maybe not on other hand, it also concerns me because it has negative impacts. Like this technology may have a society such as potential for increased uh, social isolation, mm. addiction, and blurring of boundaries between physical and virtual world. Mm. So... I would say this technology is on uh, society is complex and depends 
how we use it and the specific circumstances involved in it. Interesting. Yes, that's super valid, I think, actually, the implications it could have and how it's used. And actually, our report found that although Gen Z were kind of maybe saying that they thought it would benefit education in terms of what um, sectors of the of society it could really help benefit, they did feel like there wasn't enough education in itself around the metaverse and how it works behind the scenes, as you say. Um, actually, our report did show that 95%, so almost the majority, well, the majority of our community said that in real life interactions were still much more important to them than making new friends online. Is that something you resonate with, Anurag? Yes, I do. And I feel that, uh, as I mentioned, it's like it's different for different Gen Z person because Every Gen Z has a different perspective mm-hmm. on and uh, the way it impacts into the real life world. That also differs, I guess. Yes, totally, dependent on their circumstances. And I think that's an important point you raise that we can't put Gen Z as a blanket term and assume that all Gen Z react or engage with brands or with society in the same way. There will be pockets within that, there will be trends and groups and groups that you know follow certain things and groups that are into other things and they will view things differently based on you know socioeconomic status gender race all of those types of factors need to be taken on board um we've almost run out of time i mean i've just found this conversation really interesting but i guess i would because it's based on our brutally honest gen z report for 2023 um if you are listeners interested in reading a little more around those findings across work rest and play it's a lengthy read but one that we hope you'll find insightful then please do access the full report via the reports page on our website. Um, As promised, we've stayed under 20 minutes. Thank you for listening to our 22nd episode of Imagine This. Our mission at Imagine Insights is to help Gen Z to shape their futures, and we know this is best done with brands, as brands are shaping society and culture like our government and other establishments only wish they could. Please do like, subscribe, share and download that report. Plug, plug. And thank you again for tuning in and we will expect you next time. Thank you very much, Anurag and Sanjo, for joining me and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for having me. Have a great day, you guys. See you. Thank Bye. you. Thank you.